Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Context. It is here we discuss insightful views on a routine, bi-weekly basis over the incredibly nerdy things we can't stop talking about. To take you on this dorky ride are your host, Josh. I like movies. And myself, Jace. So why don't you take a seat, sit back, relax. We're here to do all the heavy lifting. It is about to get nerdy. This is episode 33. They're everywhere. What's everywhere? They. Who is they? Disney. I, I have questions. No. You must know they infect all things. You're acting like they're a virus. Yes, a virus of pure happiness. Not sure how to respond there. Everywhere. Got it. Moving along. In this episode, we will be discussing a brand new service called... Movies Anywhere. Yes, Movies Anywhere. It's a dream service that has been recently made real. And that's what Josh and I are going to be talking about Primarily, I guess, for the first half of today's episode? Uh, Yeah, pretty much. Now, uh, Jace, you've Mm -hmm. been raving about this service for some time now, and by this service, I mean Disney movies everywhere, up until a couple months ago, and... And you were not having it for whatever reason. Yeah, well, I didn't really understand the reason for it. Well, allow me to explain it for you. Oh, is this learning time? This is learning time-ish. So, Disney Movies Anywhere was a service that was released early 2014. Was? Let me finish. 2014, Disney releases a service where you can connect your iTunes library, and it was created so you can only have to purchase your movie once and have access to it on multiple platforms. Oh. Well, that sounds kind of cool. Yes. Later that year, they implemented support for Google Play Store. I did not know that. Yeah, because you don't listen. Because of this, you could grab the same movies you had on iTunes and link them to your YouTube account. Mm -hmm. And you look like you're about to explode. A little. Please continue. Okay, so after that happened, Disney Movies Anywhere started to gain traction from other services like Verizon Fios, where if you linked your cable provider with Disney Movies Anywhere and you went on the on-streaming or on-demand services and you actually purchased that movie... Disney Movies Anywhere, you'd actually get that link to your other accounts. Go on. Yeah. So 2014 2014 to 2017, sorry, was a good run 
until this month of October. Disney movies any, anywhere is no more. Right, because it has been replaced with movies anywhere. Now, you could explain, please, movies anywhere? I, I can do that. Movies Anywhere is a new service that allows you to connect four major digital retailers with movie studios also in tow to allow you to access all your movies anywhere, like the title implies. And why is this good, Jace? So glad that you asked. As a consumer in the States, you have interest in your mind and dollars in your pocket. Consequently, you have decisions to make. So there are four major digital stores in this country for you to buy digital movies and TV shows. And they are iTunes, Google Play, Vudu, and Amazon. Although I'd kind of argue Vudu's not really that main. I, I totally beg to differ. Bye. Well, Vudu has a partnership with Walmart, which is a massive online and brick-and-mortar presence. I'm suddenly realizing why this is a big deal. Go on. Yes. So with Movies Anywhere and this service, you can link your accounts and get access to the same movies you had on one platform on the other. How much, Jace? How much? This is for free. Free 99? I never understood what that meant. Is it free or is it 99 cents? Anyway, this is huge. It's paramount. It's a big deal. Well, it's it's kind of not paramount. More on that later. But this is a big deal. Yes, right. But in the words of Jace Rockland, I have questions. Shoot. How is this happening? Who's making money here? Because this appears too good to be true. Yeah, so I thought that too. And I honestly don't know how this is being done. Because trust me, I've looked. Uh, but this seems to be a massive partnership and agreement between retailers and distributors. Okay, so um, explain to me how this works exactly. Certainly. So I have an iTunes account, right? And I also have an ultraviolet account. Ugh. All right, all right. Um, for those listeners out there, what is ultraviolet? Ultraviolet is a digital service that was introduced in around 2011. I think it was 2011. That had the backing of major motion pictures like Warner Brothers, Sony, Fox, and more. Uh, but there was one major distributor, a studio, that was missing from the equation, and that was Disney. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah. So this service had most of the studios behind it, but there were massive limitations. Like... Like the fact that you couldn't sync it anywhere that you wanted it to. So, see, the problem was that Ultraviolet had the backing of all the studios, like we said before. But they didn't have the technical aptitude to actually make that happen. Or they did, but wanted to limit customers. Nah, who knows? I just know it stank. It did. So anyway, Disney buys this technology called KeyChest. And its purpose is to connect the physical media that you have, plus digital content, into one place. You know, that could have been a disaster. Why is that? Because it's Disney, and they do things like the Disney Vault, which means they pull titles away for a period of time. But it wasn't a disaster because it kind of looks like they were putting in work for this service. So, mm. as of October 12, 2017, Disney Movies Anywhere is no more. That's right. You can sign up for Movies Anywhere and link your libraries together and get one consolidated library, and there are massive perks of this. Please explain. You can survey the digital landscape... And shop for sales on either one of these retailers and not worry about getting stuck on one platform to enjoy any of this. You're right. Whoa, this is neat. Yeah. So now you look like you were about to explode earlier. 
Well, yeah, because I didn't realize if you had an Amazon movie library, which I do, with an iTunes movie library, I can use this service to consolidate into one. That is bonkers. Extremely bonkers. So, for example, I have a Paramount account. I don't know what I was doing with one, but it probably has something to do with the fact that when I bought a movie, they said that I could uh, redeem a digital movie on an account, but I had to create a Paramount account. So I said, sure, why not? But I had that one account for no reason, and I really couldn't do anything with it. Um, but in any case, I have a Paramount account. I have an Ultraviolet account, iTunes. I have Google Play. So what I did is I signed into my Paramount account and linked that to my Ultraviolet account. After that, I linked my Ultraviolet account to a newly created Voodoo account. Voodoo went to movies anywhere, and the titles that I had on Ultraviolet transferred to my iTunes and Google Play. That's amazing. But mm-hmm. uh, but but what about your uh, Paramount movies? So, about that. At this time, uh, currently, there are five major studios on board with this. Um, and that's Fox, Warner Brothers, Disney, Universal, and Sony. And the missing ones are Lionsgate and Paramount. Exactly. So I had Transformers movie in my Paramount account that transferred to Ultraviolet and that transferred to Voodoo, but it did not transfer to Movies Anywhere or iTunes or Google Play. But since Paramount and Lionsgate has previously reported to express interest in this service, I'm sure once those two studios, Paramount and Lionsgate, flipped the switch wherever they would flip that switch, those movies like what is it, Star Trek and and Transformers and all of those movies, they will transfer everywhere and anywhere. This honestly seems way too good to be true. It does, but it's here, and I'm not worried about it. Now, there are some unintended benefits. Oh, my God. What else can I be missing? Well, what this means is I could be with iTunes for years. And if I have a fallout with iTunes for whatever reason and choose not to use them anymore, my movies will not be at ransom. Oh my gosh. You're absolutely right. Yeah, right? So if you have, I know. So if you have Google Play and you realize that you want to switch to the fruity side, you can. And when you make your iTunes account and switch to physical hardware like an Apple TV 4K, all your movies will be readily available at a moment's notice. Jace, 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 there has to be a catch. There's got to be one. This is too good. Yeah, so funny thing. I contacted Movies Anywhere with a technical issue that I was dealing with, and I started asking questions to the guy. You interviewed the guy? I did. Well, slightly. Well, basically, my question was, who owns Movies Anywhere? And I was told that Movies Anywhere is an independent company that was heavily inspired by Disney to mirror the same type of service into Movies Anywhere. He also said that in the building, there's an Apple guy, a Google guy, an Amazon guy, and a Voodoo man as well. Uh, I know. (laughs) So, and as well as representatives for all of the major motion pictures uh, studios in one place. So basically, Movies Anywhere is the continental hotel of the digital world. Absolutely. And I'm going to ask you to explain what that is for our listeners, please. And thank you. Right. Sorry. Continental Hotel is where all the assassins from the John Wick universe uh, do their business and they gain their weaponry and armory and all that stuff. So it's a one stop shop. It's a one stop shop. And there's no fighting in this place. Yes. There is is no killing on the grounds of the Continental. Right. 
So I think that's what's happening inside that that building, wherever this customer service representative from Movies Anywhere actually is. So this is cool for many reasons. Um, and it's not perfect because the user interface is extremely plain and does what you needed to do. But if you're on a PlayStation and wonder why there isn't iTunes support for your hardware for the movies, you can now download Vudu and sign in and get access to your movies anywhere. I want this in my life more than I already have right, right now. This is crazy. I need to follow up with you and find out how this is working. Uh, well, if I had to guess, I think that they are going to capture your viewing data so they may advertise more stuff for you based on your likes and interests. Which is understandable and expected. But there are no more wars. Although, I wonder. Wonder what? So, so iTunes recently flipped the switch for the movies to be in 4K, right? That's right. So, why didn't Disney jump on board, I wonder? Like, I'm, I'm really hoping they don't create, like, a separate service on top of this one. No, no. I wouldn't put it past them, honestly. Aren't they pulling from Netflix to stream all their titles in one place? Wouldn't that be the ideal place to have their exclusive 4K titles there? What, why do you look sick? Nothing. Never mind. What? I'm just asking questions like you. Okay, so it remains to be seen. I don't know what they're actually doing, but it doesn't matter because I'm just going to enjoy what I have right now. I don't know, but I mean, everything that we've talked about makes it completely worth it for me. I no longer have to worry about buying things twice. This is huge. Yeah, well, I mean, I can't really believe why you did that to begin with, honestly. I, I did it more out of wanting to see the movies again the second it came out on digital, so I'd buy the digital, and then a month later I'd buy the physical. Why not just say digital only? Isn't that the easiest way? Look, I know physical's going away and digital's the future, blah blah blah. Same thing with games. However, what if my internet goes out? No movies, but I still have my physicals to count on, you know? So when I buy it twice, it's pretty much to cover myself for any occasion. Also, what if a friend wanted to borrow a movie? I'm not going to give him my iTunes account, now am I? True, but you do have family share now. But really, how often do you give your movies to your friends? Not the point. Exactly. Um, so what I really want to know is if you're buying the movie digital and then you're buying the physical copy, why don't you just wait for the physical copy to come out on digital? Because and I'm a very impatient person. So you're just literally like, gotta have it now. Pretty much. Gotta catch them all. Pokemon. Gotta, gotta catch them all. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. I think it's great. I, like, I just recently got... Um, Spider-Man, because that came out as of this recording this past Tuesday. And as soon as I was able to go home, I opened it up. I put that digital code that came inside the case inside Movies Anywhere, linked up to my account. It was on the Movies Anywhere service immediately. Then it popped up in iTunes. Then it popped up on Vudu. Then it popped up in YouTube. I think that's it. I think that's it for me. Yeah, I mean, that was honestly the main reason, too, because a lot of the Warner Brothers movies, so the DC Universe movies, I guess, um, you know, they were ultraviolet. Same thing with the old Spider-Man movies, like Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. So I would buy the digital because it came out on digital first, and then I would buy the Blu-ray. So same did the same thing with Spider-Man Homecoming. Don't have to do that anymore, which so is wait, great. So are you, wait, are you... Buying the digital first and then buying just the Blu-rays, or are you buying the Blu-rays plus digital? Well, I'm buying the Blu-ray. I'm buying the ones that come with the digital copy anyway. But before, you know, 
I have all these digital copies that I couldn't really, I didn't redeem them because they were on ultraviolet. Mm, um, now going forward, now even if they have ultraviolet, guess what? I can redeem them. But uh, you know, now that I have these ultraviolet copies and people, you know, like Disney movies anywhere or will be using movies everywhere. Sorry. That's right. Um, we might have a few codes to give away in the future. We'll see. Ooh, look at that. Everyone's happy now. So mm-hmm. wait a minute. I can actually go to my local retailer, buy the Hulk, and finally have it link everywhere the way it's supposed to? Pretty much. Oh, thank God. Although, thank of all movies, the Hulk, really? Well, I mean, it was the only one that I was missing, kind of, you know? Mm, fair. Because remember, we had talked about this way before we even started this podcast, that I wanted everything in iTunes because that was my thing of choice. But for some reason, what was it? Hulk is universal. Hulk is universal. So universal didn't have a thing with iTunes. So whenever you bought that movie, that code would only go to a, an opposing library. Yeah. Which, which was really annoying. But you had said that when you first bought the Hulk there was a digital code where you could plug it into iTunes. Yeah, so I bought The Incredible Hulk, and it's the original green Blu-ray. If you buy it now, it's blue like everything else, but Mm -hmm. if you bought it like when it first came out, it was a green Blu-ray. Was it HD-DVD? No, it was Blu-ray. It was Blu-ray. It's a Blu-ray, but, you know, it was green because Hulk. Um, But, uh, yeah, inside was a code for Incredible Hulk, and I redeemed it on iTunes and was able to watch it on iTunes. Now, do you know if you have iTunes extras on this? Because I'm, I, I learned with a recent phone call that you know I was having. I, I'm, I'm learning some things about yes. the system that exists on the outside that many people who are just regular customers like you and me don't ever care to even think about asking. Correct. So yeah, um, because you and I, we were like you know early adopters, I guess you can call it. Sure. Um, the Incredible Hulk, the first Captain America, Thor, Iron Man 2, anything before the Avengers movie, because that's around the time where Disney had purchased Marvel, correct? Or was it right uh, after? They purchased it in 2012, I want to say. So probably right after. after probably Avengers right after, then. right. Um, but and, but movie-wise, anything pre-Avengers on iTunes that you and I have that came from digital copy, mm. it's just the movie no extras at all but not really and i'll explain why and this was the problem that i was having and this is has no reason to be on the show but it's just i think it's just enlightening and this is why i want to share sure i the first marvel movie that i bought that made me start wanting to have this whole collection in the first place um was avengers as soon as i saw avengers it was like i need to have this so when i bought it I had the digital code on there, and if you look at the cover at the time that it came out, it said digital copy. So I just left it in there. And then they introduced Disney Movies Anywhere in 2014. So I learned that, oh, like if you have this movie and you have this code, then you can redeem it, and then it goes into Disney Movies Anywhere. I thought that was really interesting. So I said, oh, that's interesting. I pulled out, you know, the copy. I still had the code in there. It was still valid for me to use. I redeemed it in Disney Movies Anywhere. It immediately showed up in my iTunes account with iTunes Extras. So that's what I knew. And so I just started buying everything else. I got Iron Man 3. I got Thor 2. I got Guardians of the Galaxy. And I said, oh, okay, this is working. 
Iron Man 3 said digital copy, Avengers said digital copy, and they were both with Paramount. And when I went into iTunes, it was there. However, when I went back and I purchased Captain America, Thor, Iron Man 2, it still said digital copy, but for some reason, it appears in my library with the Paramount title, and it only shows up the movie. It doesn't show... Um, iTunes Extra. Right. Now, this is interesting because it looks like this was a system that was just kind of in place that people had to just, you know, it it it, it is what it is. And now you said that you also have this problem too with some of the codes that you got and only gave you SD copies. And now what's happening to your library? Yeah, so uh, those movies that I mentioned earlier, you know, anything before, before Avengers... They were standard definition copies only, um, as well as uh, a few other digital copies that I had that were standard def only. But since linking them to Movies Anywhere, it looks like they were upgraded to HD mm-hmm. um, with extras. So, perfect example, I had the X-Men trilogy, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, X-Men 1, 2, and 3. Uh, and those were pretty much digital, you know, the Blu-rays, and then they came with digital copies, but the digital copies they gave me were standard def. So X-Men mm-hmm. 1, 2, 3 were standard def, as well as X-Men First Class. Mm-hmm. All standard definition. Mm-hmm. After syncing with movies anywhere, it looks like they were actually upgraded to high definition with extras, all four of them. Um, and that happened with a bunch of other movies, too. It happened with the Jurassic Park trilogy, so now I have those in high definition and with extra co- with uh, extras as well. So those, I'm super happy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to the Marvel movies really quickly, those were also upgraded to high definition. So Hulk, Captain America, Thor, um, Iron Man 2, they're all, you know, high def now, but no no extras. No extras. No extras. So I'm actually looking into that. Um, I don't know what the, the final results are going to be, but it's just, it's kind of confusing and it's frustrating yeah. Because you'd think everything would be just automatically linked. But it doesn't really matter if you contact iTunes or Disney or whomever. Or like Paramount has nothing to do with this anymore because yeah. they don't even own those titles. Nor do I think they would help you get that title. So it's it's interesting to see how this service is kind of playing into that. And how it's literally making your life easier. And it's also upgrading your title. Yeah, definitely. Uh now I really have like a choice on what you know what I want to watch and when I want to watch it because for example if I'm at home and I feel like watching a movie I am absolutely using my Apple TV correct and it's it works wonderfully it loads beautifully when I'm on my phone I am absolutely using YouTube to watch that movie because it streams very very quickly and it's very easy for me to zip to what I need I don't really need chapters um, and I double tap on the right hand side of the screen. It skips forward 10 seconds. If I double tap again, it becomes 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 seconds and more. Right. So just the viewing experience is just so much smoother. If I'm watching a game and I have people over and, you know, I'm using my PlayStation, I don't have to switch input. Now, I know that seems like a very tiny inconvenience, like, Hey, Jace, why does it matter that you have to switch input from Apple TV to PlayStation 4? just makes it smoother. It just, you know, if you want to use something, you don't have to 
start all over. You don't have to wait. It's just it's there when you need it. And isn't there, life yeah. about isn't just life about conveniences? I thought that's what we were all striving to aim for, right? Yeah. So that's it. That's um that's what I have to say on the what we have so far. And again, I don't really know what Disney is going to be doing with their future service that's going to be subscription based. I'm hoping that 4K titles come for Disney movies soon. Who knows what they're going to do? I'm hoping they don't screw the pooch, as Tony Stark likes to say often. Um, it's such seems, a great line. It's such a great line. It really is. Um, I really enjoyed Spider-Man. Because I'm watching that again, complete Astro set aside. I'm watching it again, and... They really took their time making that movie. That movie was exceptionally good. It's so good. It's, 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 yeah. And I'm not making excuses for it because it's in the Marvel. Like, it's a well-crafted movie. Yeah. Everything about that is well done. Very well done. But I digress. Um, final thoughts on movies anywhere and everywhere. Um, it's good. It's, I'm, it's shocking to see that it took this long. Because iTunes was introduced, I'm sorry, iTunes Movies was introduced in 2003 or four. Correct. Then that's when it started, and it never really took on the way it could. iTunes was also just giving just regular movies at that time, standard definition. Then the HD Wars happened, and then, you know, at that time, I think iTunes was giving you the ability to upgrade but you either had to purchase it again or pay to upgrade your movie at a cost. Because I know they did that with the iTunes Music Store. Yeah. Which was also really frustrating. So you're constantly having to pay just to get the best of what you already own. Right. And then later on, like we had discussed before in this kind of mock learning time, you know, then Ultraviolet comes along. So when you go on Fandango and you buy this ticket and it says, hey... You have a ticket for a movie, but you got to redeem it in, you know, ultraviolet. It's like, what are you even doing? Like, you just right. have all these movies literally in this fractured place. And it's very hard for you. Like, if you're if your streaming choice is voodoo and, you know, you're on your Mac, you have to go sign into like this service in order for you to access your movie when it should be, no matter where you are, you should be able to do that as a customer. This is welcome. This is, this is, I don't think I would have ever seen a service like this. And it, again, I don't know what the future is of this. I'm hoping other studio, the other, you know, two major studios come on. Because you know what I just realized? What? Terminator 2 is now, now, currently owned by Lionsgate. Hmm. Did not know that. I did. I did not know that either. I just. I just learned that. Same thing with Stargate. Same thing with um, uh, Wolf of Wall Street, also owned by Paramount. So it's like it's just it's interesting to see, you know, all of the movies that you really enjoy watching to see where it actually belongs to and where it ends up. If you're looking at um, Miramax, Miramax was had a lot of owners actually. Yeah. And at one time, they were owned by Disney right around the time when Pulp Fiction came out. Yes, I remember. So, that. yeah. So it's just really interesting to think like, oh, 
Disney owned Miramax when Pulp Fiction came out. Yeah. <laughs> to think that could have been a Disney movie, but um, yeah, I think it's great. Um, you know, I know an update just came out for it, and I think it's just like bug fixes just to make sure that your viewing experience just kind of works. Yeah. So yeah, that's With that's a... that's my final thoughts. Yeah, I mean, it's it sounds like it's going to be a very, very great way moving forward to purchase your movies and have everything in one place from now on. And like you said, you know, it's you can look for the best deal. So if there's a sale of a movie you wanted on iTunes, guess what? Buy it there. Put it on, you know, it'll be available on Movies Anywhere. It'll be available on your Google Play Store, all that stuff. If there is a sale in Amazon Marketplace, buy it there, and then it'll show up everywhere else. So. Yes. Don't have to worry and about that anymore. Lastly, I believe there is a promotion, which is something I also wanted to get into before, but we're, it looks like we're going to be wrapping up on this somewhat soon, or yeah. now, maybe. Um, if you sign up for Movies Anywhere now, when you connect your first retailer, which is the four that we mentioned, iTunes, Google Play, Vudu, and Amazon, um, if you connect one of those guys, you get two free movies. Yep. And two movies that you get is Ice Age, and you also get Ghostbusters in 2016. Yep. With um, McCarthy and Kristen Wiig and Kay McKinnon and Leslie Jones. Yes. So I saw that, and I liked it. I, I, I got to say, I know a lot of people are not too keen on that movie, but I found it entertaining. Still haven't watched it, but now that I own it, let's... Uh, now that you I'll own go, it, you I'll can give it a shot. Maybe we can actually do a review on that. Yeah, we can do a retrospective on it. Is it is it a do. retrospective? It's only been a year. Uh, yeah, sure, we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And if you connect your second retailer, you get three more titles, which is really awesome. You get Big Hero Six from Disney. You get Jason Bourne, which is the latest installment, um, because Jeremy Renner wasn't a good Bourne, I guess. Well, he and, wasn't born. But he was in the movie. He was in the movie, <laughs> but he wasn't born. He wasn't whatever. I just I didn't see the movie, so oh, okay. clearly it was all right. Uh, and, and Lego Movie, Lego Movie, uh, which is something I've been waiting for for a while because I wanted to rewatch it again because I didn't really see what the hype was all about. Um, You're but yeah, uh, listen, listen. I have. We can also do a retrospective on this because the Lego Movie is a fantastic movie. Everything is awesome. A, everything is awesome, but it's a great movie, not because of the movie. But what it was able to do with stop animation. Yeah, for sure. So five movies. So for me, it's seven movies because when I first signed up for the service, what did they give? They gave Incredibles for free, which is great um, because I did not have that movie. Where's my super suit? Oh, man, I can't wait for Incredibles 2. And uh, the second movie, when you connected the second retailer, which is Google Play, they I got Wreck-It Ralph, which was perfect because i wanted that movie but i was like eh, do i want to wreck it ralph not? is easily one of my in my top favorite movies of all time top five not five but top favorite i don't want to uh, i don't know if i have it in top five or top ten but top ten oh okay i was gonna say top so right now i'm sitting on seven free movies yeah. i'm thrilled but yes um, registration is required. I'm reading the fine text here. Registration is required. Limited time only. Void where prohibited. See full details below. So if you guys are listening to this and thinking about it, definitely do it. It's there. It's real. It's um, worth it. 
it's totally worth it. And I was gonna, yeah. I honestly was gonna sleep on it because I didn't really like see the see the value the value of it. But now you know, after this, after you know what we've talked about offline before the podcast, it's enduring. Enduring. It's definitely uh, it's definitely worth it. So yeah. It's pretty fantastic. It's everything what I wanted. Everything and and it's free, you know? So it's not like you're paying for something monthly or anything like that. <sighs> Thank God. Um, just, you know, sign up for it. If you don't own any of those movies, it's there you go. It's five free movies right there just for signing up and linking your accounts. But, yeah, that's, that's probably it, pretty much. Yeah. So, anything else? Uh, not, nothing else for movies anywhere, but we do have a few different other topics and a few trailers as well. Talk to me, yes. Well, well. I mean, there's new footage of things we already know and a few new things all together. Yeah, it's uh, pretty convenient. So um, do you want to do some trailer talk now or do you want to take a little break and then come back? Um, Sure, let's take a break. All right, I need to drink let's some take Gatorade. Okay, so we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some trailer talk and any other potential topics that you may just want to throw in the mix. Yeah, let's do it. All right, cool. I'll see you later. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. podcast we're your host jason josh hi all we just discussed movies anywhere which is a novel concept made very real and it's very awesome everything is awesome everything is cool when you're part of a team all right all right all right right and it's for free which is great so definitely check that out in other news trailers finally yeah, it's been a while, and we have very much to talk about. Yeah, it's pretty convenient. So, yeah, let's get into some trailer talk. Mm -hmm. uh, three trailers were shown in the last two weeks, two of which mm -hmm. we'd seen teasers of, and one completely new one. Completely uh, let's new. Start, yeah, let's start with the one that we haven't seen, I guess. Um, that is the New Mutants trailer. Oh, so New Mutants there. is directed by Josh Boone. Um, you may know him from the Fault in Our Stars movie that came out a few years ago. Right. Uh, which isn't the first person you think directed this film after watching the trailer. So, Jace, I, I know how you are with Dexman and Fox. We all do. No, you don't. No, no, you don't. Yeah, but we do, though. No. Um, <laughs> No, we don't. Uh, but it is a very interesting take on the superhero formula and because in reality, it looks like what this trailer was accomplishing was that it's trying to make this into kind of like a horror film, correct? Yeah. 
Yeah, and I, and I don't think we've had a horror genre associated with superheroes yet. So, um, two-part question. What did you think of the trailer as just the trailer? Um, and then what do you think about the approach that they're taking with it? Uh, well, firstly, I want to say that you don't know my take because I have released all uh, negativity and ill will around this whole thing because, like I said, it is what it is. Sure. Um, so, with that being said... What did I think of the trailer? It looked like a horror trailer. Now, the problem with the horror trailer is that I'm not... I'm not a huge fan of horror movies to begin with. Like, I'll watch them if I feel like they're fun and interesting. But there's, like, a whole slew of movies that have come out within the last five years. And they all fit a certain category of movies. And I don't really know if... I find that interesting. You know what I mean? Like I've seen lots of horror movies before mm-hmm. and, but one that stands above the rest. Like when I saw a quarantine, I don't, did you ever see quarantine with Jennifer Carpenter? Correct. Um, I did not see it. I found that to be really interesting. Now quarantine is a horror film in that genre. The subgenre is found footage. Mm-hmm. Now found footage is, um, people in movie are faced with a situation, but they are showing you what they have. So they take it back and then they discover everything. You've seen this with um, Cloverfield. Cloverfield is a found footage film, um, which I found fantastic. I thoroughly enjoyed that film. I really liked the Cloverfield, yeah. There's a movie with Michael B. Jordan that came out that was found footage called Chronicle which was great. I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. It kind of felt like Akira towards the end, but that's neither here or there. Um, So I like the found footage genre. If it's done well. Paranormal Activity also, if you want to throw that in there. Oh, yes. Paranormal Activity. I thoroughly enjoyed. I don't know about the other, like, 13 movies that they made, but (laughs) I feel like they're making another one. Maybe. Uh, I thought that they said the last, the one that came out, the last was the final one. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't believe that at all. But Who in knows? any case, um, horror movies, if you're going to show me a trailer, which I enjoy watching trailers, you know this. Yeah. If you're going to show me a trailer, show me something interesting. I don't want a trailer to just fit the mold of what a trailer should look like and feel like. Sure. And I had that problem with a movie that came out earlier this year called Get Out. Ah. Now, Get Out, did you see that movie yet? I still haven't. Oh, my God, what is wrong with you? Anyway, this isn't that. We're not going to be talking about things that you should have done versus anything else. All I know is that when I saw that trailer, the only reason why I wanted to see it was because it was Jordan Peele. Sure. And when I watched the trailer, knowing that it was Jordan Peele, it kind of felt like it was going to be a take on a horror movie, but it kind of felt comedic. Mm-hmm. And then when you watch the movie and it's like this really well done movie with a plot and, you know, a twist and great ending at the end, it was that trailer was misleading. I don't know what they're trying to do with this trailer because the trailer looks like a horror movie where they mention mutants in it. Right. And I'm like, oh, OK, I guess we've never had a movie come out in a horror genre now. This feels like what they're trying to do with Venom, with Sony. Mm. And I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't know if I'm thrilled about that concept either. 
Because I don't... When I read comics, I'm reading for the adventure. I'm reading for chivalry. I'm reading for heroism. I'm looking right. for the, the tough decisions to be made. I'm not looking for being scared. So I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know if I have enough in there to be interested to say I'm going to see it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I gotcha. Like in my mind's eye, I have like a wonderful X-Men movie that I would love to make. And I don't know if that's ever going to happen. So, you know, what do I feel about the trailer? I mean, it looks like a regular horror movie, you know? Do I think there are better horror movie trailers? Absolutely. So if I'm going to be just like critical looking at it flat, it looked okay. Honestly, that's, that's my thought. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, it's, I'm interested in the fact that again, we've never had a superhero film in the form of a horror film in the form of a horror genre. Right. Right. So, I'm more excited for that reason, that this would be the first horror film superhero movie, um, or or a horror film with superhero elements, I guess, um, from a superhero world, from the X-Men universe, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So from that point, of, from that point I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we'll wait for more trailers to come out to see if I'm just like, you know, I really want to go see this, or if it's something like, eh, I'll pass, I'll wait for it on Netflix or something. Um but it has it has my curiosity caught, you know. I, I'm I'll look out for this and see what happens to it, mm-hmm. um, and then we'll kind of take it from there. I do give Fox credit though, as much as we would love for these characters to meet up with, you know, everybody else in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I don't. Um, <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna put it out there right now. I don't like I'm done. I'm done with it. Well, it's not like, not I'm not saying like I don't want these specific people who are portraying them. Like I like I want X Men to show up there eventually at some other point. But you, you get what I mean. But uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Rebooted <laughs> or whatever it is, you know. Sure. Um, but I do give Fox credit for trying something new. You know, this okay. is something that we haven't seen before, technically. So, so I do applaud them for at least saying, hey, we're not going to try to do the same thing we've always done. But let's try something a little bit different here. So mm. I do applaud them for that. Um, but we'll see what the movie is when it comes out. Um, don't believe we have a release date just yet. Uh, it's in April next year. Oh, April. There we go. So April of uh, next year. A very weird time for a horror flick, I guess, but whatever. Uh, that's why I got very confused, and I thought that this was a television series for October, and I was like, don't they have New Mutants? Well, and when did Get Out come out? Get Out came out in February. So, yeah, there you go. Get Out came out in February, and that was a horror film, right? Well, horror films can Thriller. come out any suspense. Suspense, yeah. Yeah, but a horror film can come out any time of the year. Yeah, 28 Days Later came out. I don't think that came out in Halloween either. Like, there's a lot of films that come out in the horror genre that can't be held in that scary month. Didn't that come out in the summer? Yeah, I think that was like a summer blockbuster or something. Okay, so, yeah, like, it, this New Mutants, when it when it comes out in April, like, I don't think... That has to have a specific date, you know, where creepiness happens. And also, you know, I've I've read many, you know, X-Men books, New Mutants is included, and I never got the impression that 
that was a scary book. So it is certainly a different take. And isn't the kid that's in Stranger Things in that movie too? Yeah, I could have sworn that. Like, um, that's the uh, what's his name's brother. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Skeet Ulrich, but yeah. not really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see what we got going on when that movie comes out in April. Um, I'm again, my curiosity is has been tapped with it, so I may go see it, and then if you go see it, maybe we'll talk about it or we'll mention maybe. it briefly. Maybe. Um, but speaking of Stranger Things, mm. that trailer also dropped. Mm. Uh, the final trailer as of uh, when this podcast comes out, this podcast should come out on the 23rd. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is about, you know, five days away from from Stranger Things showing up on Netflix. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the final trailer before seeing the full season? You had me at the teaser trailer with the Michael Jackson thriller. That was such a great uh, teaser. That was a great teaser. So I always feel like, hey, if you didn't like the first teaser, then here's a trailer that'll really get you on board. So I actually had no interest in watching it because I don't want to have anything spoiled. Like I, I went into the first Stranger Things not knowing anything. And just being purely surprised because sure. trailers have a uh, tendency of spoiling things. When the second season comes out, they want to show you things that you know, like they know that you want to see. So, you know, you want to see more, you know, Will Byers. You want to see more of the kids uh, doing kid things and like being in trouble and saving the day. You want to see a glimpse of the monster. So it's like, you know, that trailer I wasn't really interested in seeing simply because I want to go in with the same experience I had watching the first one. And the only thing I heard about the first one was like, oh, it's just really awesome TV show that is featured in the 80s. And if you like Steven Spielberg, you'll definitely love this show. Sure. And I watched it in a day and I could not have been more thrilled with the fact that I have a subscription with Netflix. It's it, it's like finding like a gem like that almost on accident is worth the subscription. It's yeah. totally worth it. Like if they tell me like, oh, we're going to be raising the prices. I'm like, please, please do. Please, whatever you need. Let me fund the next Stranger Things. Just go. Yeah. And the likelihood of finding that is going to be so very rare. But like I am I like House of Cards. I still need to catch up with the, light, the latest season because I've just had a lot of personal projects that I've been working That's on. That's been in my queue since it first aired and i have yet to watch an episode wait you haven't watched any of them you haven't watched any of house of cards you need to oh you need to yeah it's like it's 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 necessary but i haven't watched the the latest season um so you know my fault on that but nevertheless you know just turning on something and just binge watching something that is that good and so well done and the music is just on point like everything about that it took you a really long time to watch it didn't you just watch it this past summer what stranger things yeah stranger no stranger things i watched last year you watched it when it came out yeah i well i heard about it did not watch it and then my friends started watching it and then we watched it one day oh gotcha yeah gotcha 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 okay so i feel like there was another show that you were supposed to watch or maybe i'm confusing you with andre but whatever yeah um yeah it's good i just you know the trailer was amazing but it's just like 
I kind of was forcing myself not to pay attention to it because I I want surprises. Like oh. there were many surprises that happened in every episode that really had me at the edge of my seat. And um, also when when like the 80s were when the 80s had been here in the present. Trailers were very different from what they are now like trailers now is its own film production it's yeah. its own project um but one of my favorite trailers is back to the future for the first one you don't see any footage from the movie you don't you just see michael j fox walking in the middle of a desert um with his nikes and he's kicking the tires of the delorean and he's speaking to like kit from knight rider and he's like, so we're going. And he's like, back 50. Like, you know, it's just like, it just, it, it, it captured my interest wonderfully. Sure. And I don't see trailers do that nowadays. It's almost like they need to show you all the things that are going to be in that movie. So it's like they don't trust in themselves, which I don't appreciate. But nevertheless, the trailer was good. I'm obviously going to see it. It looks great. There's a lot of, you know, fantastic scenes. But that's how I feel about 80s, 80s nostalgia and things <laughs> anyway. So let's move on to the next thing, unless you have anything else to add. No, you pretty much said everything I wanted to say. I'm just super, super excited to watch this because mm. it was, again, it was something that um, I wasn't really looking for. It wasn't something that I was like, oh, I can't wait to watch Stranger Things season one, you know? Mm-hmm. And my friends had watched like the first two episodes and they were over in my apartment and um you know they were just like have you watched this yet and i'm like no what is it and they're explaining it to me i'm like all right it sounds okay and then i watched the first episode and it's like all right we need to finish this now and then we finished yep. it the rest of the night mm-hmm. so it was very very well done and i'm super super excited about this season so i'm super 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 excited um mm-hmm. very very quick side note did you play the game yeah so yeah i downloaded the game i started playing it and i was like i don't know the game is cool but it's not something that i want to spend my time on that's that makes sense Uh, that makes perfect sense i played like the first like i don't know that first section in the the laboratory and then i started going towards where nancy is and that's where i stopped i haven't played much yeah it's all right it's it's you know it's fun it's whatever it's fun but it's clearly a response to how popular the show was. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so you mentioned during the Stranger Things uh, trailer thing just now that, you know, you're, you're saying that these people, they know what you want. They know what you want to see, right? Mm-hmm. And they know what to put in there to get your seat into the theater. Mm-hmm. And this next trailer that we're about to talk about, a lot of people are comparing... Or, or saying what you're saying, like, hey, they're showing too much. They're showing too many things happening. And this also happened with this studio's last trailer, supposedly, with Spider-Man Homecoming. That people were saying they're showing too much. This is way too much that you're giving me in right now. Don't, I don't want to spoil things. I actually don't know what you're talking about, but go ahead. <laughs> well, people, Well, people are saying this about the new Black Panther trailer. Oh, interesting. Okay, I didn't yeah. hear anything about that at all. But yes, continue. so a lot of people are saying that the latest Black Panther trailer gave away way too much. Um, I personally don't think they did. I uh, don't think that they did either because yeah. um, people said that about Civil War. Yeah. 
and they didn't give away anything. Yeah. Um, I was it's... actually surprised about how well they crafted that trailer. Yeah, they uh, um, did it with Homecoming. They did that with Homecoming because I was really nervous. I was like, man, this, this, this is not stopping. Um, so any Marvel movie at this point has earned my trust. And coincidentally, when I saw that trailer, I watched it about four more times. Yeah. Because I'm actually really excited for that movie. Now, what's interesting about this is because they've been Marvel has been doing this for 10 years. Next year is going to be 10 years. Yeah. Um, next year, we get Black Panther at the top. And then we have Avengers, right? Yeah, we're getting we Avengers, Avengers and then Ant-Man. And it, are we getting Ant-Man 2? Ant-Man 2 next year, yeah. Really? Yeah. Man, they're doing this really fast. Yeah. Okay, so we got Black Panther, we have Avengers, and then we... So, like, 10 years, it's like, of course I'm going to see it, but I don't know if I get excited for it as much as I did when the first Avengers trailer came out. I don't know if I'm getting excited for it the way I did for Captain America, the Winter Soldier. So, when... Spider-Man came out, I was a little skeptical because it's like, okay, you're rebooting it again. I know everyone's really into Tom Holland and he did a great job in Civil War, but it's like, you know, like you're 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 showing a lot of the trailer. I really don't know. But when I got into the movie and I'm watching it, it's like, great. All right, perfect. I like it. Just, you know, ready for the next one. Same thing with Thor. Thor, I was, I liked the trailer a lot. But I don't feel that same level of excitement. I still will pay for it, but it's like I I know how this goes. Sure. Ten years ten years into the game, I know how this goes. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, of course I'm gonna see the 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 movie and the trailers are, you know, something that you know that you're gonna get unless you're Avengers three and somehow you don't have a trailer up to this date. But <clears throat> I digress. <laughs> anyway, I don't I'm not I'm not gonna get into that right now. Don't I think it's I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm trying, I'm trying so hard not to. Don't but in any case, Black Panther was surprising because I found that exciting. I watched that multiple times. The music in it, the pacing, you know, the the visual elements. Wakanda looks pumped. amazing. Wakanda looks amazing. You know, the, the villain looks different from any other villain that I had. Now, one person did say, oh, it's just another person to mimic T'Challa. And I'm like, just like they did in Iron Man, just like they did in pretty much every um It's the origin comic- it's the origin villain. The origin villain the- is always the same as the the character. Yeah, but that's that's that story. That's the type of story that comic books are based off of. So there's like if you want, you know, a more complex villain, I don't I don't know if you're in the right genre. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know, that that doesn't bother me as much as it does for other people. But there was something really interesting that happened in Black Panther. I haven't gotten excited for a trailer in a long time. And another trailer that just came out uh, that we're I'm sure we're going to be talking about if sure. I look in our notes. But yeah. I'm way more excited for the Black Panther trailer than I am anything else. Primarily because it feels different. It looks different. And um, it was, I feel like it was crafted different. Like. I don't know. I haven't fully um, fleshed out my thoughts on this, but out of all of the trailers, the Black Panther trailer is the one that I'm looking forward to the most. Sure. That's fair. That's fair to say. 
I mean, you hit all the nails on the head. Like, visually, this trailer looks fantastic. The story looks like it's going to be pretty fun. I I really can't get over how good Wakanda looks. Yeah. Like, it looks fantastic. Like, like the visuals of it, them, you know, their clothing that they wear, the armor that they wear. Um, and the relationships between the characters seems a lot yeah. more thready. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, it makes sense. It makes sense. Because, I mean, like, what did we have in Iron Man? Iron Man, you know, orphan, kind of. Kind of. Um, I mean, he's, yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of these, the thing is, a lot of these heroes don't have, quote unquote, families that they go to. Right. So, so, so here you see, like, you know, he's he's a king. He has his mother who's still there. He has, like, people around him that protect him. And that's him. what I... And that's what I really like about that because yeah. Iron Man, Tony Stark doesn't have any siblings. Yeah. He's an only child. Thor has quote unquote a brother, but not really. Yeah. And that was the dynamic between those two. But for all intents and purposes, Thor is an only child. Sure. Right? Yeah. Um, Captain America, Steve Rogers, does not have any. So like family is not really present in there. And when you get to Bruce Banner, the same thing. When you get to Avengers, the this is their family, right. and they build that familial relationship in there. They learn to work together, but quote unquote, it's a family. So you know, when you get to Ant Man, when you get to Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, all of these people are single siblings that meet people and they learn to work together and consequentially, you know, love one another. Right. This is different. This is very very different. different. You know, yeah. the, he he has. All of his family there, except for his father, which he just lost in a previous movie. So, you know, there there is a chemistry that's there that I don't typically see in other movies. And I think that's what I'm looking for. Um, that's different that I don't see in others because the other one's like a Lone Ranger, um, Tony Stark. The other one is heroic by any means necessary. So he's willing to do everything. Um, the other person is living to be a king. Um, you know, Bruce Banner wants to be by himself. He doesn't want to hurt anybody. But T'Challa has a lot of, you know, work ahead of him. He's got to lead a country. He's yeah. got to lead, you know, his people. He's got to figure out how he stands within the world. So he's balancing and juggling a lot. And it's going to be really interesting to see how that all plays out. And then there's Michael B. Jordan's character, who I know who he plays, but I just don't know what that is going to look like in the movie. Yeah, I don't I honestly don't know much of Black Panther's like backstory and his villains or anything, so it's going to be exciting to see. So that's why I say I'm not really too worried that they gave anything away because they haven't they've learned to not do that anymore. And I'm hoping that that's something that they stick with. Yeah, for sure. Like they have their core story, this is here, and these are the the scenes that you get to use. Plus, I don't think that what they've been showing us signifies anything that we're going to see at the end of whatever Black Panther is going to be. Right. So, you know, that scene where he kind of rips out the tires, I feel like that happens at the beginning of the movie or the middle of the movie. Dude, that's so awesome. When uh, That's probably one of my favorite parts when Claw oh shoots God. the rocket and then he jumps off the building like he like he like, you know, runs across the building and then jumps off of it and then goes to the tire and rips it. That's great. Oh, my God. It looks so good. So Down, good. Yeah. That that trailer I am pumped about. Oh, like, I'm super happy. Supremely pumped about. I haven't felt pumped about a trailer in a really long time, and we are spending way too much about this trailer. 
<laughs> I digress. Good trailer. For, it's, good trailer. it's a great trailer. Can we go to the next one? What's next? Yeah, so we'll we'll uh, stick with the Marvel Universe here for a little bit, a bit going to the smaller screen of the Marvel Universe. Oh, um, goody. We also had the Punisher trailer that yeah. um, came out, and this time with a release date. Yeah. So November, November. 17th. That's it. What did you think? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> It's more Punisher. It's him killing people. Him getting revenge. What more do you I want? I don't really more know John if there's much. Yeah, I like John Berthall. I like Punisher. I don't know if there's really that much depth to him because there is no redemption for for Frank Castle. Frank Castle is like a man who's willing to go sacrifice himself in order to kill everyone as brutally as possible. Pretty much, yeah. So I don't really know, like if. It's kind of what I would imagine a Hulk movie to be, like him just destroying everything. Uh-huh. So who knows? Like, yeah, I'm going to watch it. Sure. You know, but I don't know if I'm excited for it, as I mentioned prior to the previous trailer. Sure. Makes sense. So. And I don't really see anything aside from Karen and Frank in that story that I'm looking forward to. Like, is there going to be a guy that steps up like if i now if i saw like them tease um bullseye in there i would find that like fascinating but they didn't do that that would be really cool actually and then have him come back into daredevil in the next season like i understand electra is like a staple character i don't know if they used her as well as they could have and defenders yeah she could have been done a little bit better so I'm hoping that they bring Bullseye to add an interesting or or a more dynamic play on characters. Sure, I get what you mean. So, but yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's this Punisher destroying thing. Like the second Punisher movie that came out, not Warzone? with, um, yeah, Warzone, not with the one with Thomas Jane, the one whose face I can't remember. He, he reminds me a lot of Clive Owen, but it's not Clive Owen. Um, that movie was terrible but great all at the same time it's just him in a building killing everybody pretty much that's what punisher is and he has a van <laughs> like, <laughs> he does he does what else is there van. to the punisher what else does this punisher do uh, uh ray stevenson by the way was his name ray stevenson that's right who's in thor he is in thor yeah yes he is in thor he's also in the hobbit he's full stack Yes, that's right. He's also the new Thor in the comic book, by the way. What do you mean? He, you know how like they have Lady Thor, oh yeah, um, which is who's Jane. The yeah. new Thor is Volkstag, and he's oh. actually like a supreme badass. <laughs> like he's <laughs> he's a dangerous character. That's you don't funny. want to mess with him. But um, who knows? I don't know. Like, yeah, I'll watch it. John Bernthal, like I want him to work more, and he's just such a monster in season two of Daredevil. I'm hoping that. He can carry a season by himself, killing things. <laughs> <laughs> he should be. Like, he, I mean, you say that, but, like, he was only great because he was opposite Rick in The Walking Dead. Uh, yeah, you're, I'm right. You know I'm right. Eh, you know I'm right. You know I'm right. Don't, don't. Right. You know, like, he plays well off of other people. He was well done in season two of Daredevil. But now he has his own series, and it's like, all right, cool. Let's see what you got. That's sure. that's that's how I feel about you know Punisher right now. Let's see what you got. 
Eh, let's see what we got. But I'm excited nope. for it. Um, I do again. I do like John Bernthal. I like the character of the Punisher. So I'm hoping that this is going to be really, really good, and we get more Punisher in the future with uh, with Netflix, and you know, he teams back up with Daredevil and stuff like that. So we'll see what we get. Sure. So any other trailers? Do we have um, any other trailers? Well, we got one more trailer, but I, before we talk about that, because that'll kind of intertwine with one other topic we have. Oh. Um. So You're switching things up again. I don't switching like that. things up. This is what I do. This is what um, you do. So let's uh, let's talk about this thing that we've been talking about for a little bit. We've we've mentioned this in a few different episodes leading up to the release of Justice League. Oh, the yeah. whole uh, the whole Zack Snyder director debate debacle. Dude, I don't I don't even know anymore. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just like so. I, I think I know. I don't know. Yeah. So the latest news is that Zack Snyder will be the only director credited for Justice League. Whatever. So basically, when <laughs> it's just so, whatever. So when the movie ends and it's like directed by, it will only show Zack Snyder's name. It will not show Joss Whedon at all. What do you think that means? You tell me what that means, because I'm tired of like talking about this. <laughs> you tell me what this means. What does this mean to you, Josh? So what this means to me is that they just wanted to have a little bit more. They just wanted to respect Snyder a little bit more, I guess, or they wanted to just you know be like you know what. This is you. This is what you started. We had you start this for us. Um, this is like your your final hurrah. And then we're going to have Joss Whedon do everything else. <laughs> um, I find that interesting that you say that they, you know, they did this to respect Zack Snyder and what he has done so far. Yeah. I find that interesting that that's your response. Because that's that? not what you're, because that wasn't your response before. It wasn't. Your response... Your response before was, no, you're over-exaggerating, and that's not really what's happening. Nah. Yeah, yeah. Now it's now you're saying, like, yeah, we understand what you did, Zach, and we know that we don't want you here anymore, and this is... Well, I didn't say is, we don't want you here anymore, but... I mean, what else are you going to say? I mean, interpret how you will. <laughs> I, see what I'm saying? So, I, I mean... I don't know what to say about this. It's like honestly, I don't know what what is Warner Brothers doing. Who knows what? Who knows what they're doing? Who knows? So, but the good thing about this, well, not not about this in particular, but the good thing is that when we go see this movie, you and I, we've seen enough Zack Snyder movies. We've seen enough Joss Whedon movies. We know how different they can be from each other, right? Okay. So, yeah. So I feel like when we eventually go watch this movie in a few weeks. Um, because it is less than a month, I believe, when this movie comes out from this point. Um, we'll be able to tell, I feel, which portions were Zach and which portions were Joss, right? It's so interesting that you said that because I literally said the same thing by myself amongst peers. Yeah. Because, like, like at, at this point, like, of course I'm going to see Justice League and I don't, like what it like it is going to be whatever it is going to be but that's going to be the thing that i'm focusing in on right not the movie because this is not something that happens and i feel like i know why you chose this over the next topic but whatever yeah. this is when whenever <sighs> there's a lot that goes into movie making okay yeah. There's the concept of the movie, then it gets fleshed out into a screenplay, then it gets get picked up by the studio, and then you have to shop it to directors, or you shop it to a director, and then they pitch it to a studio. Yeah. But then after that, you know, there is like 
you know, hundreds of people that go into making the movie down yeah. from the actors to the people that carry the dolly grip, you know? Yeah. And the person that's helming all of that, which is why they say the director's at the helm, when that person leaves any time during the film, it's the the movie changes and it feels weird. We've seen this multiple times. It happened with The Hobbit. It happened, it well, it kind of happened with Back to the Future, but <laughs> for the better, right? It wasn't the director, it was the actor. But whenever you have someone who's so key to the entire production of the reason why you were there, it's going to be different. It's going to be very, very different. So Correct. that is going to be too distracting for me to sit down and not pay attention to. I'm not going to be watching the movie Oh, I'm watching a Justice League movie. I'm going to be watching a movie called Justice League that was started by Zack Snyder and ended by Joss Whedon. Sure. And I'm going to be looking for these wild inconsistencies in pacing, color, music. Every Everything about that movie is going to be different. And I feel like they are way over budget for that movie anyway. They could be, but... They could be. There's listen. There's no way that you're gonna put just Joss Whedon at the end to do reshoots and tell me that that's not going to affect everything that happens everywhere else, including sound effects, visual effects, um, editing, and music. That's that's everything, Josh. That's another movie. True. And and you got to pay everybody to do that. I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm I'm still looking forward to it. You know, either way. But yeah, I mean, we are. You are correct. Like, we're going to be sitting there. Most people who are following this story in particular will be looking for, okay, is this a Joss film? Is this a Snyder film? And if Joss does his, does, you know, what he said, which is, hey, I'm going to honor Snyder, then the film shouldn't feel any different. The Mm. film shouldn't feel like Mm. Snyder started and he finished. If he sticks to his word and he says, yeah, no, I'm going to do this as Snyder intended it, we okay. shouldn't feel a difference. We shouldn't. Whether we do is a different story, and we'll find out when we find, when we watch the movie, but but we'll see. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, whatever you say. Yeah, I mean, I just, either way, just, we're going to find out in a month, right? Because we're Yeah, both we're going to find it, out so. in a month, and it's just, it's just going to be the strangest movie I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> Batman that, versus that's Superman. Gonna, that's going to be the strangest movie. Mm. It is. What other movie is there? Oh, the clearly you have not seen the movie Raw on Netflix. Mm. Raw? We'll get into that. It's weird. It's a French film. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you brought up right. strange movies. I just brought just, one into your life. No, listen. I'm not. No, this is. No, this is not that. This is. I really don't want to get too much into it because we're literally going to be talking about this. Um, in very much in depth, and I feel like we're gonna have to review that movie twice. That's how confusing that movie is going to be. I'm willing because to do least, it twice, but yeah. <laughs> do you have to though? According to you, you do. Batman versus Superman, for what it's worth, was its own movie. You yeah. know, it it had very strange decisions that it made. Like it made Lex Luthor into the Riddler. Like yeah, yeah that's true. You know, it's just Batman was dangerous and old and weathered. 
um, for no reason whatsoever. He I, I mean, been... you could argue he was going the Dark Knight Returns route. I mean, yeah, but did you was it necessary to the story? And this particular universe, it could have been. It really didn't need to be that way. Yeah. It didn't need to be that way. It could have it... been a young Batman, still Ben Affleck, who was young and realized that this was the most uh, dangerous thing that he's ever faced before. True. It's like they they chose these these story elements that didn't need to like if you're gonna choose a story element like honor it all the way through, but they just kept cha- like you know what I I'm realizing now these DC movies that are made by Snyder are are things that constantly go through these motions and changes because it feels like they never really know what they want. Because Justice League was, I'm sorry, not Justice League, Dark Batman versus Superman was delayed because it kept adding characters and changing the story. And now it's happening again, except Zack Snyder's not a part of it. And Joss Whedon's like taking over. And now they're they're making these announcements that Zack Snyder's name is going to be on it at the end of the movie as the sole director. It's like, well, why do you need to say that? <laughs> like... Well, I don't think they need to say that, but because everyone's been like, oh, Joss Whedon's now the director. Joss Whedon, Joss Whedon, Joss Whedon. Everyone's like, hey, guys. But that's still a Snyder's non-announcement. Movie. But it's it's a non-announcement. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't need to be said because we clearly could have just waited a month to see the movie and said, oh, Zack Snyder is clearly the only director. I was wrong. Yeah, but that's not how the world works. You know that. And if somebody doesn't say something, everyone automatically assumes. It's so only a month away. It. It's only a month away. That's that's it's all. It's a month that's away. It's a month away, but to geeks, that could be years away for all they care. Ooh. Um okay. I don't know how I feel about that, but I guess I I I do understand what you're saying and I don't. Yeah. So I don't know. Um it's entirely too long to be talking about Justice League anyway. What's the next thing? <laughs> we have a month. We have so, a month. So the next, which is like seven years in uh, Geek Speak. So oh, yeah. next thing um, is, let's go back to trailers. I just wanted to put that in there because these next two topics. I know exactly kinda, why, why you're doing it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Two together. Um, so uh, the other trailer that came out was the Star Wars trailer. Yep. Um, so that is, we had a teaser a few months ago. Yep. Um, now we have a full blown two minute trailer. Yep. Uh, looks dope. Yep. Looks, <laughs> looks cool. Yep. <laughs> There's yep. not really much to say. Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything either. <laughs> um, I mean, it looks cool. It. Uh, I like. I like the fact that Mark Hamill has lines in it, and he's actually in the movie. Unlike he had lines <laughs> in the last trailer and didn't do anything. He had lines in the trailer, so clap, clap there. Um, <laughs> exactly. He's afraid of the power from Ray, apparently. Yeah, I don't really, I don't have, I don't know if I have a comment. And this is going to sound very uncharacteristic of me. And I know I say that and then I'm like, well, then this and then that. And then this. <laughs> like, I truly don't have a comment because I'm, I have been worried about one thing and that was them following in the footsteps of episode five sure. empire and it feels like that's what they're doing and the trailer looks like it's leading me to believe something happens in the movie which it may or may not now i know marvel has their trailers down on lock 
I don't know if Lucasfilm does though. Lucasfilm probably not. So I don't know. I don't really know. I'm not excited. I'm not. Oh, sorry. Let me take that back. I am not as excited over this trailer as I am for The Force Awakens when that first came out. If you're talking about trailers only. If we're talking about trailers only. Based on trailers. I'm not like, I don't think anybody sits there and says, I have no intention of seeing this movie from the trailer alone. Like, I think we're so past that. Like, everybody knows, like, yeah, I've been waiting for, like, you know, a Star Wars movie since the first one came out. The first one I saw. So, I don't know, man. Like, and then there's the the other news with um, the director. They lost another director again. Again, Wait, for episode again? nine. Yes, episode nine. Lost his director, Cullen yeah. Trevor. Oh, we talked about that though. Yeah. Yeah, but now you know, like it's it's always something new. So you know, this trailer it looks interesting. I try not to watch it too much because even the director um, stated that the trailer was too spoilery. Yeah, and which I, said, I don't understand. Stand? Unless I'm just a don't care. I don't know, but I didn't see anything spoilery. I don't know. That could have been a marketing statement, also. Yeah, it could have been. Because again, again, I, me, I don't know Star Wars like that. I'm not like in depth with it as everyone. But you've knows. seen Episode Five, haven't you? Oh no, I've seen them all at this point. So but, like, I don't. the The only thing that you can consider "quote unquote" spoilery would be the end of the trailer. Spoilers, by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> spoiler for the trailer if you haven't seen it already. Um, when uh, Ray's either is it Ray asking Kylo to show show her the way? Yeah. And then he's like, "There's a close up of his face, of his doofy face and scar, and then he has his hand out, and then and all that." So I I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's just I don't know. I have no idea what to tell you. Like I'm hope I hope it's not episode five. That's the only thing I will say about that. Yeah. The trailer looks the trailer looks good. The trailer yeah, looks, looks good. very good. Um but I have is, some concerns. I have some concerns. This is all I'm gonna say about that. I have yeah. concerns about the film in general. Yeah. For me, at the end of the day, everyone said, oh, Force Awakens is just a new hope over again. Guess what? I like both movies. If this one turns out to be like five and I like it, guess what? I like both movies. Move on. Um, Yeah. So, <laughs> and maybe the next topic, next final topic will tie back into the trailer some more because it's also Star Wars related. It is also Star Wars related. So, as, as uh, Lucasfilm has been ramping up the Star Wars movies... Uh, what happens is we have an episode episodic movie one year, and then the next year we have an anthology film, and then we have the episodic and then anthology back and forth. Um, the first episodic film to come out was Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Then we had Rogue One, which was an anthology mm-hmm. film. Mm-hmm. This next one coming out this December, uh, you know, Last Jedi, uh, that is an episodic film, episode eight. Mm-hmm. And then next year we will have an anthology film, which was a Han Solo film. Uh, it's like an untitled, untitled Han Solo anthology film. Did you say Han Solo? Han, sorry. That's better. She's just just like nails on a chalkboard when you said it. Han, <laughs> stop Han. it. Stop it. Han Solo. Stop. That's it. Um, 
Sorry, I was just talking so fast. Be quiet. Oh, you Star fine. Wars people. Jeez. <laughs> um, Go ahead. So the film now has a title. Mm. Um, and I guess as the bigger Star Wars nerd, would you like to reveal it? It's called Solo, a Star Wars story. <laughs> I can't say it straight. <laughs> I can't say it straight. <laughs> um, or Alone, a Star Wars story. <laughs> sure. Solo is very original. Now, true to form, Star Wars fans are losing their minds because... Have I'm you convinced... seen the memes? They're so yeah. great. The, the, the... I'm convinced that Star Wars fans are never going to be happy. Never. They're no, they're never... not. They can't. They they refuse to be happy. So <laughs> I don't. I personally don't care. <laughs> it's like I I I don't think I could live with myself if I was so duplicitous. Like, oh, this is awful. I am never going to see this movie, and then I, you know, secretly just pay for the ticket on Fandango. Like, I'm going to see the movie. So, like, why would I be? Why would I trip? Like, it's just silly. It's just so inconsequential what the name of you know the the title is called they've already switched directors halfway through production which is a thing that happens with lucasfilm they just they cannot keep the directors on board for whatever reason you hire somebody because they feel like they're going to do a good job and then they're like yo you know what Ah, this isn't working out, guys. Uh, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you to, I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. Sure. Are you, are you for real? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm being very serious right now. (laughs) I'm gonna have to like seriously exit the premises. Like, could you imagine having that conversation? You spent like, you spent a, what was it? Six months in production. And like, you're having this conversation. I was like, I, I don't know about this, Josh. I, I think we might get fired off this film. <laughs> like right right now. Like we're I think we're just gonna drive home and wonder what the next film is gonna be. Like, do you understand how crazy that is? It's pretty crazy. Batman in all of its like terrible glory has never like Joel Schumacher never said like, yeah, I'm I wanna put nipples on the on the bat suit. Um <laughs> Could you make that happen for me? Warner Brothers never in their life said, oh, Joel, listen, the, um, I don't know if this is really going to work out. Do you think you could just not come back? <laughs> like, <laughs> do you understand how ridiculous that is? It's, it's just, pretty it, bad. It, it's never, I, or maybe this is just a new world of filmmaking that we live in where, if there are too many eyes that are, you know, trained on the project, then the people that are footing the bill just get crazy nervous and say, um, you know what? Um, let's just, let's just stop here. Like now I'm serious. Like we will pay you for your troubles and we'll figure out how to, uh, figure out the rest of this. Like, it's just, I don't, I don't remember anything ever happening like this. And it happens so frequently. I think this is the trend. Uh, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Very strange. It's very strange. I don't really know how to tie this back to the Star Wars trailer, but I'm pretty sure there's something, something somewhere. There's something uh, somewhere. But uh, <laughs> as for the title itself, um, as the Internet does, it sparked a multitude of memes. Um, Understandably going- so. 
I'm going to go through a few of them right now. Yes, because please I do. find them I find them great. <laughs> I will so, put this on the website when it's posted, guys. So one of them is called Porgs, a Star Wars film or a Star Wars story. One. I've seen that one. Yeah. Uh, oh no, a Star Wars story. <laughs> Yolo, a Star Wars story. Oh yes. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> another one. Sulu, a Star Trek story. Oh yes, so good. Uh, we also have Crystal Fox, a Star Wars story. <laughs> we have Lando, a Star Wars story. That's probably the next one. Mm. We have LOL, a Star Wars story. And then possibly my personal favorite, because when the, you know, besides the Lando one, we're probably going to have a sequel to this, right? Mm-hmm. Solo 2, we're a duo now, a Star <laughs> Wars story. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I love the internet. I love the internet as well. It makes yeah, uh, it makes the world go round. I mean, it's a title. It's it's a bit a weird choice for a title. Um, is it really though? It's the name of the character. It is. And the, also... I mean, it's the last name of the character, and it means alone. Yeah. So alone, a Star Wars story. No, I don't think it means that. I think it's a double entendre. If I'm, no, if I were to, if I were to make an educated guess, it is. Uh, I'm not too concerned about the title of the film because, like, the t- what is the title of the film? Like, a last, the Last Jedi. Right, and that's what I was. That's what I was going to say next. It's just a title. You it's know? just a title. It's, like, we're gonna, we're not gonna base how good or how bad this film is based on a title. It's kind of like don't judge a book by its cover type thing, right? Sure. Um, and we've had way more worse instances ever. Oh, like, yeah. do you remember a long time ago when Batman v Superman came out? And it's clearly Batman v Superman because they they Warner Brothers made it a point to state that it didn't say versus because that's what everyone had been calling it. And they said, yeah. nope, it's Batman v Superman, like a court case. And we said, well, that no makes no freaking sense whatsoever. Why would <laughs> it be like Batman v Superman? When it's versus. Yeah. So somebody had went through like this whole theory on how it was a continuation of the Chris Nolan movies and how it was Dark Knight one, two, three, and then Man of Steel, which was four, and then this would be the fifth movie. And I was like, you know, you have a good point. But it wasn't any of that stuff. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. But yet we're still stuck here calling this freaking movie Batman v Superman. Uh, I just say BVS. It's still stupid. It's <laughs> Batman versus Superman. It's clearly what happened in the film. It's true. Well, you call that a fight, but whatever. Whatever. I don't like. That's why I say it's just a title. Yeah, and it's who, just if a you're title. Li- if you're listening and you're upset about the Star Wars anthology titled film Solo, I don't. I don't know. Like, maybe you need to rethink some things. <laughs> <laughs> don't it's, say that. We're going to lose those people. No, no. Just rethink it. I'm not saying to, like, get out of here or get bent. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. But that's what they hear. Just what? I mean, maybe maybe I need context here. Maybe I just, you know, maybe I don't get it. Like, <gasps> We need the fresh context. <laughs> maybe I need the fresh context. Hey, guys, listen, if you want to go on Twitter. Fresh Geek Context at Fresh Geek Context. 
or email me or go to the website or just let me know what is it that I'm missing? Like, because I'm a Star Wars fan. It's not like I'm like, oh, my God, another Star Wars movie. Oh, my gosh, another one. What's the big deal anyway? Like, I get what the big deal is. But really, the title? That's what we're upset about. Titles, I need, a Star I, Wars movie. I just need to know. <laughs> I just don't know. I do think that it's worse that a director got dropped halfway through production. I think that's way worse than the title. Yeah. If I'm going to be honest with it myself. No, I'm, I'm, I mean, same thing. Like, again, it's a title. We'll, we'll judge the movie when the movie comes out. Like, it right. could be, who knows? It could be the best movie ever. Probably won't be. But it could be. You never know. So I don't. We'll see. I, I literally have nothing else to say. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. just like, I don't know. It's a strange, it's a strange time. I just wanted to bring it up because it freaks the internet out. Whenever the internet freaks out, it's freaks funny. Out, I mean, I really would love a response. I, I like truly and truly because I know people listen to the show. Sometimes, you know, people get comfortable with listening and they say like, oh, yeah, I wondered this and I wondered that. But like for this one, I truly don't understand why everyone was tripping. <laughs> I, leg- I legitimately had a conversation with somebody who was like, are you, this is like, you're joking, right? <laughs> like, this is hurting you. This How? is hur- like, this, this sucks. Really? The title, the director, the director is the film. <laughs> you lost that. And the title is the thing that is bothering you more. I need help guys. I need help me out. Please tweet me at Jace Rockland. Do it, um, please tweet him. Don't tweet me. I, well, I mean, no, I mean, CC Josh. <laughs> no, I don't care. So don't tweet me. Um, well, apparently we both need lessons, but, uh, I don't, I think that's it. I don't have anything else. No, that's pretty much it until next time. Until next time. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. I'll tell you what, if you like what we had to say, you can follow us on Twitter. Like I said before, I am at Jace Rockland and Josh. I am at JCA90. You can also find us on Twitter at FGC Podcast, on Instagram as Fresh Geek Context, or email us at freshgeekcontext at gmail.com. You can also visit our website at freshgeekcontext.com for past episodes. And lastly, if you could, please hit that subscribe button for us on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio. It goes a long way for us to know that you're listening. You can go to the podcast section or the podcast app on your device and share with your friends so they could be Fresh Geeks too. Everyone, until next time. Have a our day. next film that we're filming is called Jace Rockland, A Star Wars Story. That would be intriguing. No, it'd be the worst movie ever. Really? It's about you, of course. I mean, that hurts. Bye, everyone. (laughs) See you later.